Good morning and welcome in, everybody. Today, we're going to take a look at a passage of Scripture, but before we do that, I wanted to tell you a little story. When we first moved out into the woods, we didn't have a well. So I asked around the area to see if anybody knew where we could get some water. And many of them told me that there was a great place about 10 miles west of us, and it was called the Flowing Well. Well, because... uh, We didn't have very much money, and it was a little bit of a trip for us. I decided to buy a huge pile of discarded four-gallon jugs from some local restaurants. This way we could save on the expense of the gas and go out every few weeks as we needed to. The first time that we drove out there, we eventually came to a clearing in the woods where a bunch of large rocks had been heaped up into a pile. They were supporting a metal pipe that was coming up from the ground beneath, from which flowed an unending stream of pure and refreshing water. And over the years, I don't even know if I could even count how many gallons of water that we've pulled out of the ground from that well. And the last time I looked, it was still going. And this reminds me of the Christian life. All of us need water to sustain our lives in these temporal bodies. But the water that Jesus offers us comes from a well that is filled up with eternal life, a never-ending flow of living water found through his Holy Spirit. Look at John chapter 4, verses 5 through 15, says this, Then cometh he to a city of Samaria, which is called Sychar, near to the parcel of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Now, Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being wearied with his journey, sat thus on the well, and it was about the sixth hour. There cometh a woman of Samaria to drink, or to draw water, and Jesus saith unto her, Give me to drink. For his disciples were gone away unto the city to buy meat. Then saith the woman of Samaria unto him, How is it that thou, being a Jew, askest drink of me, which am a woman of Samaria? For the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knewest the gift of God, and and who it is that saith to thee, Give me to drink, thou wouldest have asked of him, and he would have given thee living water. The woman saith unto him, Sir, thou hast nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. From whence then hast thou that living water? Art thou greater than our father Jacob, which gave us the well, and drank thereof himself, and his children, and his cattle? Jesus answered and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again. But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. The woman saith unto him, Sir, give me this water that I thirst not, neither come hither to draw. The Holy Spirit is a gift from God that's given to us when we repent and obey. Acts 5 verse 32 says, And we are his witnesses of these things, and so is also the Holy Ghost, whom God hath given to them that obey him. Acts 2.38, Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Repentance is to feel sincere regret about sinning against God or others. In our humanness, we cannot always tell the sincerity of another person, but God can. He can see into the places of the heart that we cannot, and he knows if you're sincere or not. 
Repentance is a change that happens inside of your heart that causes you to humbly seek God's mercy. Look at James 4, 8 through 10. Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Be afflicted, mourn, and weep, and let your laughter be turned to mourning, and your joy to heaviness. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift you up. The Holy Spirit is given to those who obey God. And there are two spirits in the world today, the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. And you can certainly tell the difference between the two by their acceptance and their obedience to the teachings of the apostles of Christ. 1 John 4, 5 through 6, they are of the world. Therefore speak they of the world, and the world heareth them. We're of God. He that knoweth God heareth us. He that is of, not of God heareth not us. Hereby know we the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. God shows certain men who were filled with God's Holy Spirit to write the scriptures that we have today. And when people openly reject things that they taught, they don't possess the same spirit. The Apostle Peter refers to certain people as wells without water. People you don't want to go to in order to access living water, they profess that they are of God, but are completely non-spiritual. 2 Peter 2.17, these are wells without water. Clouds that are carried with a tempest, to whom the midst of darkness is reserved forever. Others will receive the Holy Spirit, but because of their disobedience, turn away from the truth, only to be damned to eternal impenitence. Hebrews 6, 4-6 through 6 says, For it is impossible for those who were once enlightened, and have tasted of the heavenly gift, and were made partakers of the Holy Ghost, and have tasted the good word of God, and the powers of the world to come, if they shall fall away, to renew them again unto repentance, seeing they crucify to themselves the Son of God afresh, and put him to an open shame. Remember that there is only one God, and one Holy Spirit, and those who profess to have it will believe the same things as the original apostles did. Unlike this ever-changing world, the teachings of Scripture do not change. A foundation of truth that can never be moved. They're, they're a deep well, filled with life-giving water. John six sixty three says this, It is the Spirit that quickeneth, the flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are Spirit, and they are life. John 6, verse 68 then Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. To truly believe in Jesus is to believe in the teachings of Holy Scripture, which will result in conversion, sanctification, transformation, and finally, perfection. The Holy Spirit is one of perfect obedience to the will of God, which, when obeyed, can lead a soul to everlasting life. John chapter 7, 37 through 39. In the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture hath said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. But this he spake he of the Spirit, which they that believe on him should receive. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given, because that Jesus was not yet glorified. 
So today I ask you, what is it that you thirst after? Matthew 5, 6 is blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. I think it's time to fill up on everlasting water found in Jesus Christ, who truly is the flowing well. So let's think about these things for right now. We can be found on your web browser by searching TLKJBC. We can find our diaries distributed through various platforms. We're not associated nor affiliated with any other religious groups. You can get our entire podcast feeds directly along with transcripts at TLKJBC.com. Or I suppose that you could find us somewhere up here in the great northern Minnesota woods. Peace to you. And Lord willing, we'll talk with you some more tomorrow. Till then, bye-bye, everybody.